Buller and welcome to the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast for day three of the 2019 competition where matches were spread out to the National Academy and Bar as well as Nandy's Prince Charles Park. On today's show I am joined by IFG New South Wales junior boys coach Steve Scotty along with his captain Sam Glenatsis and his son Thomas Scotty. We discuss how the side who won the boys' development tournament last year is faring in this year's competition, as well as Thomas's exploits on the national stage. We will also talk with Australian referee Verity Norris about her rising refereeing career and how she's found her first couple of days officiating in Fiji. First up on today's podcast, I'm joined by IFG New South Wales Junior Boys Trio, First of all, the coach, Steve Scotty, his son, Thomas Scotty, and the captain, Sam Glenarsis. Thank you all for coming on, guys. Thanks, John. Glad <laughs> to see you. <laughs> uh, no worries. Ooh. Hang on, start again. No, no, Sam we'll get... Glenarsis. Sam Glenarsis. That's what he said. Oh, you just said. called him Glenarsis. Oh, well. Oh, okay. Well, oh, good. We're keeping all this here, yeah, all right? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Sam, <laughs> let's hit it. You're the captain of the side. 3 2 win today over Bath, the first win of the tournament after a tough couple of games that you're well in but just couldn't get over the line. Um, really warm conditions up at Bath today, but you got the job done. Yeah, uh, it was very hot, probably the hottest game we played today. Uh, they were a tough side. Uh, better football playing than the other teams in um, terms of tactics and the way they played. Uh, team played good. Uh, Attacking-wise, we took our chances really well. And uh, defensive-wise, we were pretty good as well. So last year you were playing on a smaller field. This this year you're playing on the full field. How How's the side been able to adapt to that? Because there are a number of players that have come through from that side last year that, that won the uh, development competition. Yeah, uh, the side's done pretty good. We've adjusted well. Um, just using the space more, uh, we've done that pretty effectively. So that's been good. And uh, coach, is that a fair assessment? You yeah, he's made my job easier. I don't have to say anything really. But uh, Sam's hit it right on the head. The the team that we played today, Bow, have been uh, were technically better than the other two teams that we've played. Um, and the boys, we've had a new system in place, and the boys have adjusted to that quite well. We played that firstly yesterday, and it nullified a lot of uh, what Latoka were trying to do. Um, and again today, that's probably the only fault the guys had today was um, keeping their shape a little bit, which is understandable for a system that they haven't been used to playing. And given that there's a bunch of boys that haven't played together for... Well, that, that Today's their third game, so playing a system that they've been playing in three games and really haven't had a training session to um, implement that, they've done really well considering. Yeah, so three games in, you're on five points because... Uh, you got the first goal today. You got the first goal yesterday, yes, and of course a win. A win against Auckland on Friday gives you a chance to gives your side a chance to make the finals. What's your side need to focus on just to get things right? Yeah. Uh, holding our shape. If we hold our shape, we're creating chances and not fall into the trap of the Fijian side of knocking the long ball. If we can keep the short, sharp passing and keep our shape, I think um, it, it's quite doable to well given on other results, but we'd have to get the first goal to, on Thursday and, and, and win that game, obviously, to have any chance of making the final. But, um, yeah, if we can keep our shape, focus on our jobs and keep that short, sharp passing instead of um, relying on the long ball, I think we uh, we should do quite well. Well, you've scored six goals so far. Yeah. So the goals are definitely there. Uh, it would be interesting to see how you fare on Friday. Thomas... Off to you now. It's your third time in Fiji. Yeah. Uh, why? Why do you keep uh, coming back? Uh, I just like the 
how we play like with different players helps me develop my football into different games and all of that. Like I like playing with different players and I enjoy it. I enjoy coming back. I like having fun with my teammates or like going to the villages and it's it's good. In terms of the football, playing with different players, playing against different players, playing in different conditions on different fields, that must really help you improve as a player as well. Yes, it does. And in October, you did something pretty remarkable. You were part of the New South Wales white side in the National Cerebral Palsy Championships, which and you helped your side achieve a bronze medal in that tournament. That's a bronze medal on the national stage, pretty impressive in, in any competition. That must have made you pretty, pretty stoked. Yes, it did. Yeah. Tell us about the tournament. Uh, okay. Um, so we got so um, so how we did it was like we got in the dressing room, talked about how how we're going to do stuff. We struggled against a couple of good teams, but that helped us develop our football into the seven aside games, and we got over the line very well. And you, there was two New South Wales sides, and yeah. the, the they won the competition, right? The other New South yeah. Wales side. And I, from my understanding, you were a part of the side that was mostly full of the the young players. Have you been training much with them at all? With yeah, with the younger guys. Yeah, I train with them. Is this part of a a program that you're a part of to working with these boys on a on a certain basis? Uh, so what happened was that you were you were mate, and so. From his physio, and he knew a Paris guy, and he said, he said he was going to t- he's going to see how I play, like look at me, and then he got caught up. But then I got caught up to go and train with these blokes for two two days on the weekend, and then and how it, when it went got on, it was pretty good because I actually enjoyed playing with the boys. We could have a laugh, do stuff with them. And, that. And you're one of the youngest players in this in this side, aren't you? Yes, I am. So what's it like playing with some guys that that are you know in their twenties, in their thirties? It's good for me because I can do I can do those kind of things with them, but I need to practice more, harder and harder as the years go by for me. And what do you want to do in your uh, football career? So when I'm 15, I want to be a pro. Well, it's a lofty ambition, but you're already competing on the national stage. You've earned a bronze medal, and I want to ask you, Steve, how did it make make you feel to see your son get that that bronze medal after the national championships? Oh, very proud. Um, It's good. I think Thomas sort of brushed over it a little bit, but, yeah, he is involved in a a quarterly training session that they have, or camp that they have, Um, and New South Wales are pushing really hard, and even the Pararoos themselves from the top all the way down, they're pushing the development of the youth. Um, and it's fantastic. It's great for to be in a competitive environment like that, much like that's over here. The fact that you're in a camp, um, you're playing football day in, day out, it's tournament competition. He's got uh, peers that are there to uh, strive against, to see where they've been. He can talk to them because they've been in circumstances as he is. And... Um, talk to him about how he needs to progress, what he needs to do to progress in his football, but in his everyday life as well. And um, that they're just 
fantastic. The older players, the um, existing players are fantastic for the newcomers to come in and they really take them under their wing and um, looking to develop the young young players. No, that's fantastic. And the the tournament itself was held at the Valentine Sports Park in yeah. Sydney. And did you did you were you staying there as well for yes, the tournament? Yes, I was staying for the week there. No, yes, that yeah. would have been pretty pretty incredible. And just to they, football New South Wales actually live streamed the final of that match and the presentation, which which was fantastic to to see. And I think Western Australia were the runners up West in that competition. Correct. Yes, yeah. and I think they got the player of the tournament as well. I can't remember yes, the player's name, you. but. Yeah. Um, Fair, fair play on that front, Thomas, and we wish you all the best for, for your ambitions there. Sam, to finish off, you've got a break tomorrow and then you play Auckland at Prince Charles on Thursday in a, a must-win competition. What's the plans for tomorrow? Oh, so tomorrow we're probably going to have a, tra- a training session in the morning to start off the day, and then we're doing a sail over to another island. And we're spending the, uh, spending the afternoon there, we'll come home, and I think we're going out to dinner at the Hard Rock Cafe. All right, and did you go to? You did that last year as well, didn't you? Yeah, we um, did the same thing last year with the training session. Then we went out to the island and then back to Hard Rock. All right, you looking forward to it? Very much. And that should be a fantastic day, guys. Well, look, I really appreciate you all uh, coming in and having a chat, and best of luck for your game on uh, Thursday. Thank you. Good Thank thanks, you. Dylan. Now I'm joined by Australian referee Verity Norris on the podcast. You're 20 years old, Verity, and you referee in the Northern New South Wales Association. Tell us what sort of level you're refereeing at. Um, so I'm currently a level three, um, doing my level two theory. So hopefully this year I'll be a level two referee um, and I'll keep going to level one. So basically you start off at level four. four. Yep. And then it takes a year to just get to level three and then it takes a few years to develop on from yep. there. So what, what sort of uh, competitions are you refereeing in? So week in, week out, I do NPL, um, WPL, New FM. Um, and that's like NPL 2 for um, Sydney. Um, I've also done a few um, more challenging games like W League um, trial matches. And that was between Newcastle Jets and West Sydney Wanderers. I've been to a few tournaments, one in Canberra at Kanga Cup and recently just one down in Nowra, South Nowra, for the National Indigenous Championship Football Tournament. And now I'm here. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, so that W League game you would have been working as an AR? Yeah, I was an AR. That would have been some experience. It was with Stephen Laurie, so someone locally that I um, admire. He's fantastic and he's on his way to FIFA. So that'll be pretty cool when I see him get there. <laughs> no How many years have you been refereeing? Like, like I mentioned, you're 20 now, so when did you all get started? And I how did you get started? Uh, I have been refereeing for about eight or nine years now. I started because Dad used to play when he was younger. He played and refereed. Um, then I was born, interfered with a bit of what he was doing. And um, once I got to a certain age and he was able to do um, that sort of stuff again, I... Uh, Grandma said no to playing because um, he would have gotten injured and missed out on work. So he started refereeing and had to take us everywhere he went. We used to hate it, um, me and my sister, but we grew to love it. And here we are, um, refereeing. <laughs> did, uh, did he get to any level refereeing? Or was it... He's um, level three. He just does it socially. Yeah. Uh, so you've overtaken your old man already? <laughs> yeah. How did you get involved with the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup? Bruce came up to me during final series. I was uh, refereeing some semi-finals, uh, Women's Premier League first grade. Uh, 
and he approached me after the game and really uh, thought I did a good job and he loved the style that I refereed and thought that I was quite respectful to both players, both teams and he asked if I'd like to come to Fiji and I said that it would be an amazing opportunity. He handed me his card and we kept in touch the whole time. So you hadn't met him before that? Time. I'd never met him. What do you see as your uh, biggest strength as a referee? Biggest strength? Um, I've never actually thought about it. I think my communication is fantastic. I think um, that little steps theory, uh, being able to keep a player on the park and reassuring that they're there for the game and to just keep their head in the game and try and keep them on the park and they seem to appreciate that and that I'm trying to keep them there. And I think, yeah, communication. I think that's good. Uh, you've been in Fiji for two days now officiating. You're in Bath today. You met up with Fiji's leading match official in Avanesh Narayan. Uh, how have you found the experience in Fiji proper? Fiji total, I absolutely love it. It is very hot, but it's nothing new because Australia is pretty hot. Um, I've refereed in conditions like this before for long periods of time. This is just consistent, so it's it's starting to get to me day two already. I'm a bit sore. Um, meeting Avanish was pretty cool. I've not had a conversation with him properly yet, though. So I look forward to doing that throughout the week and love the tournament. No worries, no doubt he'll be there later on in the week. You also got a chance to referee the Fiji women's under-16 side after the opening ceremony, which would have been another feather in your cap, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was... Um, quite a prestigious game um, as they were supposed to head overseas and do a qualifying match for the World Cup. Um, I did feel quite nervous before doing it, um, but but it is another thing to add to my belt. I feel quite proud. Uh, they played fantastically and it was quite an even game, so I enjoyed it. What's the biggest challenge referring here? Is it, here? Is it like the, you mentioned the weather, is it communication? You see that as your strength, but obviously you're dealing with players where that English isn't always their first language yeah. as well and uh, there's a different style of play also. Yeah, well, when I talk about communication, I include body language. So when I'm refereeing internationally, I do, although I've not done it much, um, I do find that my body language is quite understandable and I can get that message across to players when they've crossed that line. Um, but here, I think my biggest challenge is the weather. It is. Um, it's hard to keep concentrated for such a long amount of time. It's hard to manage 22 um, on-field players. It's hard to talk to players in different uh, backgrounds. Um, but the weather does make that a lot more difficult. How many games have you done in the first two days? The first two days, four. Um, I think, I think <laughs> Luke, the other Australian referee only, I think he did four in the first day. So. Yeah. No, but yeah. he's a veteran, and uh, no, <laughs> doubt, no doubt you'll be refereeing four in one day later <laughs> on in the week. Um, in five years' time, Verity, where will you be refereeing? Well, I had an injury um, a few years ago, so the answer to that a few years ago was um, on the W League. Because of that stunt, um, I feel like maybe five years from now I'll be on the W League. Um, mm, yeah, and I'll keep heading on to FIFA. That's my ultimate goal, be a FIFA accredited referee. No worries, Verity. Well, aim high and thank you very much for your time today. Awesome. <laughs> That concludes another episode of the Ultimate Fiji Soccer Cup podcast, with tomorrow marking the halfway point of the event. Until tomorrow, Vanaka for now.